I, I had dated a bunch of girls at college. I literally had said, God, I'm done, and I met your mom. Now, I already kind of knew her, but that's scenario. And this is really what I've come to now. And, of course, I'm older. I mean, I'm 59. But is this someone I can build a life with that I can come home to that I'm in love with? And obviously, you want there to be some physical attraction, and there was, and there still is. Yeah. But really, it came down to, like, who do I want to carve out my life with together? Hello, and welcome to Weary Dads. I'm your host, PJ Weary. I'm here with my dad, yeah, that's Pete me. Weary, Coach that's Weary. Mm-hmm. I'm here. And then uh, we have a guest today, and that mm. guest is Drew Weary, the third not weary dad, but weary man. Mm. And since we are talking about mm. manhood, mentoring, and maturity, I figured he can still step in. He is nine years younger than me, so he's like 27. And, um, you know, it's close Give enough, right? Yeah, yeah. something. Yeah, he's not twenty-seven. I, I didn't major in math, so it doesn't matter if you major in math. It's just pretty simple. He's how old are you? He's gonna be twenty-four. I am. Yeah, and I'm honored to be on this podcast. Thank you. And today we're gonna be talking about how has dating changed over the last few years. Uh, over the last few decades. So we have a couple yeah. of different... Can I get involved here? You said in the last few years, I was, I was trying to be generous. <laughs> I was about to, I'm out. I mean, Uh-oh. your mother and I, in our marriage, we still date. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there, okay, that's a that's actually a whole avenue I didn't even consider. That's of important. Of course it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Something you oh, didn't the shade. A complete shade. No. Um, I do want to give this proviso. I think this is important. Um, we're unabashedly devout Christians. So I know that someone listening to this, one, we are not sitting in judgment of people who are not following through on uh, the authority of Scripture when it comes to, like, I, I was a virgin when I got married, and that was difficult, let me be clear. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, <laughs> I, it's not like, it was, like not for lack of wanting, but just uh, we have held ourselves obedient to Christ. And so we're not going to talk about sleeping around and stuff like that when yeah, we talk about dating. Th- that's good. Yes, good. I just want to let in, but that's not because we're it, sitting here in judgment. If you have different beliefs on that, that's fine. I just want you to know where we're coming from just to give you that proviso at the start. Good so work. now with that, yeah. like maybe we can nice move weather. on. We have yeah. a segment. Yeah. <laughs> Stop staring at me. <laughs> um. And so that's just to give you give you some context, because like in today's current dating scene, uh, I know that it's common to sleep around and to, you know, find out what you want and all those sorts of things. It's encouraged. Yeah, it's it's definitely encouraged. And so um, I think so for us, like one of the first things I think about is uh, how do we decide or how did I decide what I was looking for? In a lot of ways, it was easy because I I was at a small very uh, devout Christian college. And I use devout instead of conservative because um, I think conservative has some political overtones that I don't want to communicate. Mm. What I'm saying is we believe thoroughly in the authority of scripture and there's a lot of different things that happen there. Um, But uh, going to that college, most of the women, not all, but a lot of the women there, I matched with them in values quite a bit. And I know that in some ways it created kind of an insular bubble, which 
was helpful in some ways, not helpful in others. And that's where I'd be interested to hear from you, Drew, because I know that you have dated and had to like figure out matching values mm -hmm. and even like how values play into your view of dating uh, would be really interesting. But for me, that was very important. Um, you know, uh, how much, what role does romantic love play into it? And for me, it's funny because I would probably say it shouldn't play that much. I wouldn't emphasize that. But I also fell in love at first sight, which I, which I think is garbage, but that's what happened to me. I saw my wife and I was like, she's the one. And it's worked out really well, mm. which is a really odd thing. So yeah. like, I, I, I'm the, like, I'm not trying to be hypocritical. I don't think that's a, a really what makes a marriage work is rub it romance. Romance, yeah. It must be like, nice. <laughs> it's like, like all right, behold, listen, congratulations. Let's, behold, let's put some parameters on this, okay? <laughs> Uh -oh. All right, it's not going to be perfect, right? but Drew, this isn't about you. Just because we That's added true. you in, yeah. <laughs> right? okay. I, I, yeah. we're not we're not critiquing your. I did feel a little bit of pride coming in as the guest, but now I realize that it's my job. <laughs> You're the slaughtered I lamb. <laughs> I'm about to get. And it's just gonna point and laugh. No, 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 no. Because I'm actually really excited. You, I mean, you have way more dating experience than I do. Like I yeah. literally, I dated. I think I took three girls on dates. And then I took Becky Sue. Uh, I, she's the only girl I ever took on more than one date. And yeah, and the other ones were mainly just like as social things. I yep. went with a girl, and they were great girls. I want to be very clear. It just I was like, okay, that was nice, you know. Like it was, it, yeah. well, it didn't do anything. Yeah. So, well, you know, it's interesting. I'm gonna jump in. Um, yeah. I, I, Love know, to hear. Obviously, because I, I think Drew. It's interesting to hear you say that because that's not how I grew up. I grew up. Um, yeah, you know, came from a home that um, we were not about uh, spiritual things. Um, I, I know this is all crazy to say it like this, but I liked a girl in fourth grade who my brother ended up marrying. So I don't even know what that kind of <laughs> means. I, I, I always joke. I, I remember uh, she said to me, uh, literally um, one day I had a flowered shirt on and she said, I like your shirt. And I wore that thing like three out of five days a week. So, um, in the midst of this, I just want you all to know, might have to start that over, Joe, because so no, 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 this, is, this is the reality of weary dads yeah, chasing so, out. Yeah, chasing uh, Leviathan uh, out. And then you chased out, you chased out with Soren. Oh, so, literally, this is where I came from, okay? I started liking girls when I was younger. I'm sure you guys did, too. But, like, I had my first date was I was in sixth grade. I went to a movie with a girl in sixth grade. Yeah. Okay? And then I didn't even know kind of what we were doing. I just liked girls, so I would do things with them. And, um, you know, I had girls that I probably was, people called girlfriends, I probably had, this is ridiculous, five to seven. I mean, in high school, that's just kind mm -hmm. of what we did. Yeah. I look back now, and some of that was just so uh, puppy love, dumb, whatever the terms are. But you know what? In a lot of ways, the, the good thing is, I met a lot of people, and I probably made some mistakes in regards to even how to communicate with girls, you know, telling them, like, you know, I really I'm glad we them. don't have that problem anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I gave them oh, false gosh. hope. I gave myself false hope. Or, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I get and, you. I get here's, you. here's what happened for me, and I'm going to say this, and I want to hear more, you know, obviously from you as well as I really want to hear what Drew has to say. When I got rolling with your mom, and realized that I was falling in love with mom. 
Okay. It was because <laughs> of a heart. Like do a it's, hard, you. it's hard to <laughs> do a podcast. Yeah. 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 When you said rolling with mom, he, he made a face. I didn't. Make, I made a face. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I had dated a bunch of girls in college. I literally had said, God, I'm done. And I met your mom. Now, I already kind of knew her, but that's scenario. And this is really what I've come to now. And of course, I'm older. I mean, I'm 59. Is this someone I can build a life with that I can come home to that I'm in love with? And obviously you want there to be some physical attraction. And there was, and there still is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But really it came down to like, who do I want to carve out my life with together? So I don't even know what that means. I don't know if everybody can, and if Joe can piece this all together with interruptions, but that's just reality. I mean, that's where I was at. Like, so true. As we were talking, what are you thinking as you're you're, you're sitting here? Um, I don't know. I it's there was like growing up. I like look and I hear stories. It's encouraging. I I actually realized that I know broad strokes of your dating life, and I know some minor like broad strokes with PJ's dating life, but not. I actually I don't I don't I didn't know that much. So I was kind of curious to hear more more about. Um, about that. And uh, growing up, I like, I really looked up to my older brother, um, and seeing him meet this girl and go on like this journey of like, she's the one and, and I'm going to, I'm going to pursue her and (laughs) and it's going to work. And it worked. And I like watched it and I was like, Oh, write that down, write that down. Like that kind of thing. (laughs) It was like kind of a moment. And I, I went to like, I didn't date, I didn't go on a single date until high school. And when I did the whole time, I was just pooping pink Twinkies. I was so scared. I, I didn't know what was going on, but I like had a great time. And then the instant her mom, who in my defense was very scary, uh, came up to me and said, so you're dating my daughter. And I uh, got super scared and I uh, immediately like stopped stopped it and it was like only like a couple of dates in uh but uh it broke that girl's heart and she ended up crying on the phone for like two hours while i listened and i <laughs> didn't do anything That's to stop the conversation i don't know if you're a better man than me or what I like probably, I, I would have hung up like, yeah, like, for like two <laughs> hours i just sat there and from then on i was terrified yeah, of yeah. hurting someone's feelings and um I like immediately I was like, oh, I wasn't like didn't get the girl on the first try kind of thing. And uh, and that's obviously not what that means. It was like I kind of put it aside until college. um, And that's when I like went on my first like real couple dates. And and that was that was interesting. But like listening to you guys, hearing you talk about the importance of attraction and the importance of values, um, I think that's. Super interesting. I'd like to, I, I kind of want to wait to talk about like the online aspect of like putting all your values out at, right at once hear that. and, yeah. and uh, also like putting your best looks out right at once. And also the like hardships I've had where I've like, I've talked to people before where I, I've like, I've gone on dates with girls before where I, I was like, this girl has every value I want, but I'm not attracted. And does that make me a shallow person? Does that make me a bad person? And then also where I'm like, Oh, I'm really attracted to this person, but I don't think they share the same values. And like, if I continue pursuing this, does it again, does that make me a shallow or like a like bad person or like not a good Christian or something like that? And so, um, 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to hear. Um, I kind of want to just like continue. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, kind of an answer to your question, dad, to go along with what Drew was saying. I remember talking to, uh, they're, they're good friends now. They start off as clients and then we start having dinner together. Uh, it's a gay couple. They became, we became good friends. And as I was talking to, uh, one of them, uh, he said, uh, I don't want to mention his name. I don't want to <laughs> drag him through this if he doesn't want to. Uh, but he mentioned to me, he probably wouldn't care, but uh, he mentioned to me, like, you know, he'd been married and he got divorced and he lost half of everything. And they were, he was talking about how frustrating it was to watch people do $50,000 weddings and then get divorced a year later. Mm. And... Uh, he, he And he like looked at me and he was like, well, I mean, you know, it obviously works for some people because we've been married for eight years at that point, uh, which of course is like in, over a lifetime is not that much. Uh, I know we still have a ways to go. But I looked at him and I was like, well, um, he's like, they're always concerned about being happy. You can be happy without. Uh, you can be happy. With, uh, without getting married. And I was like, yeah, uh, I was like, marriage isn't about happiness Yeah. and watching his reaction. And I actually, he was like, oh, like he was like, I could see he was in agreement <laughs> like, <laughs> and he was kind of like, but he was shocked to hear me say it as a married person. I'm like, no, no, ma getting married isn't about being happy. Getting married is about building something. And obviously I got that from you, dad. I got that from Gary Thomas and sacred marriage and being able to even provide uh, context to him. And, you know, we, we kind of stopped it there. He was talking about really just poor views of marriage, which I think I, really a poor view of marriage is a terrible way to enter marriage, right? Like if you're going into marriage and you're expecting it to make you happy, and I should say if, you're, if that's your goal is for the marriage to make mm. you happy, you would be better served doing something else. And, I mean, happiness can come in marriage, but it, it cannot be the goal. And so for, you know, to explain to him, obviously, uh, as a Christian, for me, it's about building something. It's a, it's a covenant that is sanctioned by God. And that's like, I, I'm building, I'm, I'm just, you know, and this is just following along with you said, dad, but just that it's about, when I looked at Becky Sue, obviously I had these initial, this initial attraction. And I was like, well, this is dangerous. I need to make sure we're on the same page because attraction fades and it comes back. And, you know, like, I mean, you, there's going to be days you walk in and you don't like your wife. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm the kind of person, I, I'm not a super stable person. I'm not an unstable person, but I'm not the kind of person, like, my feelings go up and down. And if I relied on my feelings for my marriage, I would be, my marriage would have been done nine years ago. And so when I, when I think about marriage and when I think about what, uh, about dating, what I was looking for is someone I could build something with, someone that I could trust, and someone who held the same values, and I knew that Becky Sue would stick with me, and mm. she has. Mm. And you know what that has led to? That has led to happiness. But if we had focused on that, it just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I, I, as you were talking at first, I'm, I'm uh, struggling not just saying, well, these are really good thoughts, and I appreciate what you're saying, but this is what the Scripture says. And this is what marriage is for. It is a, 
it is a commitment. It's a covenant before God, and it's used for a number of things. And there could be a long discussion. We yeah. could have picture of uh, Christ right. in the church. Right. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, even uh, to to bring forth offspring, as we joke here, the two of you are my <laughs> offspring, and that's one of the most incredible. I think that's the first time he's ever called us offspring. It's offspring. always been fruit of your loins. <laughs> right. Well, I, I was, it's a podcast. I'm trying to be like yeah, an adult. Yeah. I guess I guess when I'm hearing this, I'm going, man, and I I just think we just need to trust that God's in charge. We need to rest in his sovereign hand. We know that he's called us to marriage, it, it, not everybody, but and that it's never perfect. That's the utopia is heaven. There is no perfect society. And mm-hmm. the truth is, is yeah. we, I look at my marriage, there would be a hundred people that probably would say, oh, man. You guys have a great marriage. And I'd go, yeah, we do. Because God is redemptive. Yeah, That's the reason our marriage is any good. Because there are days when your mom gets uh, bossy and st- Oh, I said it. I can't uh-uh. what we got you up. <laughs> or I start oh, to I, kick I, uh, Oh, how dare you say that? Oh, no. <laughs> Joe, edit out. Quick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joe. Quick. Can, can you make the microphone boom on that one? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think, you know, your mom and, and growing up the way I did, I being kind of at times dealing with being controlled, that frustrated the pus out of me. Mm. Okay. But we talk about it. We walk through that. We yeah. communicate it. And by the way, I do about a hundred things that can drive people nuts. You know? Yeah. No, I don't no. know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, that's, but that's the reality of living with people. Yeah. Like you're going to have people and um uh I I I think they're past it now. I remember there was a couple that was dating at the college and it's like one of those train wrecks you can't stop. Uh everyone was looking like this is not healthy and people talked to them about it and they were like no, we're meant for each other. And they started off and I don't know exactly what it was, but I have my guesses. And she said, "I will marry you, but if you do this one thing, then I know you struggle with this one thing. If you do this one thing, then the marriage will, uh, will I'm going to break it off. And so. <laughs> Gotta love a good ultimatum before you get I married. Know. And then uh, lo and behold, within I within the first few years, I, I don't remember how long it took. It did not take long. They were divorced. Wow. Um, and it's just like, oh, man, if you don't trust a person enough to like, it, it, it's not how it works. Like, obviously, there are there are cases for, um, and this is coming, again, from a Christian perspective, but there are cases for, like, if, if someone's in physical danger, if the kids are in physical danger. It's not what I'm talking about. In America, with no-fault divorce, the idea that I just don't like my marriage, so I'm going to leave it. It's just not a healthy way. Like, just don't get married then. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing people who don't hold a Christian perspective. They're just not getting married. I know a lot of people who are doing that. And honestly... That's probably better than trying to make a marriage and trying to make an eternal commitment based on temporal things. Mm-hmm. And and it's not necessarily an eternal commitment, right? Like the whole scripture passage about you're not given a marriage in, in heaven. But I mean, you're talking about a lifelong commitment, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's just, uh, it's just very important when we talk about dating that you... I think the purpose, you know, we talk, I I talk a lot about vision. Vision is something that's important to me. Like, what is your vision in dating? Like, what is your end goal? And just like, hey, I just want to like 
feel good about myself. Yeah. Like, and you see people who date like that. They're that's, just like, hey, I just like, it's nice to have a girlfriend. And it's like, that's not a good reason. That's how you break people's hearts. And it's your fault, right? Yeah. Like when you, when you explore these things, like when someone's dating somebody, you're going to like, I mean, I guess that's the nice thing about arranged marriage is you don't have to worry about that. But then there are definite oh, cons pro- to arranged marriage, <laughs> right? Like, maybe. but like, I mean, yeah. when you're talking about dating, like you're going to run into yeah, you're going to run into things where it's like, this person's feeling it, this person's not feeling it. Sorry, that's just that's the way how, it is. how it goes. And, but then to have people who are just going into it, and it's like, I am not concerned about doing, like, doing anything with this. I just want to have a girlfriend. And it, I just, it's, it, it, like, it doesn't end well. So to, to re- like, is a little further back, but to hop back on the idea that, like, everyone's called to marriage, and you said, well, not everyone, uh, as the only person at this table who can, who is still in that boat. I did have like a long conversation with some of my friends. We're all sitting around a campfire and we're all talking. And I think I shocked some of them when I said with the, I had just, um, I had met this girl online, uh, things have been going really well. And then all of a sudden they had not worked out. Um, and so, uh, everyone kind of took that like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. Like I was just disappointed. Um, but I sat down and talked to them and this is probably the most privileged thing I could ever say, but I'm super grateful. And I like to not acknowledge it would be dumb. Um, I've been blessed to like be able to travel and experience so many different things. And, um, I mean, we've never been crazy wealthy, but we've also like been able to experience some, um, amazing, like, chance to go to Hawaii and well there's uh, different levels of poverty yes. you never had to worry we never, never had, had to worry about worry what were next meal meals what, where we yes. can sleep that kind absolutely of stuff. um but it but it wasn't like um this this uh there's a moment where I realized that I had experienced enough life for about four people I just sat back and I was like on average like people die before they reach my age. People do this stuff. Even the people that live longer than me, some of them have never left their hometown. Some of them never experienced the things that I've experienced. And I just kind of sat back and had, um, this is a really big moment for me. I'm yeah. about to brag right now. No, but, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I, I had for this, Drew. yes, I had this like moment of like extreme gratitude and that moment has not always stayed with me. Um, <laughs> but I had this moment of extreme gratitude where I realized that like, Oh, if I were to die now, I'd be okay. I think like everything after this, like everything from now on, I turned and looked at all my friends, um, some of whom are, are believers and some of them are not. I turned and looked at them. And I was like, even this conversation right now, like anything else after this, I, I feel like is icing. Yeah. And I said that and I got some looks, um, but they weren't like incredulous or like bewildered. They were just kind of like, oh, I, I didn't like, maybe I don't understand. Um, yeah. or, but also like, I like maybe just like, uh, a kind of like, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like prideful to say like, not uh, admiration or something like that, but mm-hmm. just like, it was like a quiet like moment or they were like, huh? Well, it's definitely heavy. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a heavy thing to say. I was like, I'd like, and then I was like, if I, if I were to pass away, I'd be, I like, I'd be okay. And I like thought we, about it and I was like, I, I don't, I don't know if I like necessarily need marriage. I found joy mm-hmm. in my purpose. I found joy mm-hmm. um, in my family. I found joy in my in my friends in my in my my like some like some of my career yeah. um, and uh, and in like storytelling and things like that. That's so interesting to me. And so I sat there for a moment. I was like, I 
I really don't know if I need this, but I still want it. And so that was like a moment where I realized like, okay, if I like, if I was called to life of singleness, sure. Like, I think I could do it. I don't think it'd be easy. Um, but I don't see myself in that way, but it was just like a moment of like, I sat there and like, realized I was like, if that's, if that's right, if you feel content in that, there's nothing to be ashamed or guilty, like, of like, the, like be ashamed or yeah. like looking at that. So I don't know. Yeah. I, and I think, uh, what you experienced, no, I, no, loved, it. Really I good. loved it. Um, cause what I think you're describing is the experience, the experiential kind of existential. That's what grace is. That's what like mm-hmm. everything we get here is icing on the cake. Yeah. It really is. Like, we didn't have to be born. That's no. a gift. Uh, we didn't have to live uh, with our with full stomachs or with all, any of the rest of it. And so all of this is grace. It is given to us by God. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's a wonderful description of it. Yeah. No, and I, and there, and there are plenty of like other opinions shared around that campfire that I like, I listen to i feel bad saying that like they admired me but it's more like <laughs> I, I don't think i think i may have misread that but it's more so it's just like i i just had a moment where i was like i'm i'm okay and then everyone stood up and clapped and, and albert einstein was there <laughs> it sounds, he was there and I, abraham lincoln okay, yeah. I, it sounds to me like they were reflective and they yes. saw some depth yeah that they probably haven't contemplated or maybe aren't sure they can so well and that's a great point and you bring it up like marriage isn't for everyone and that's okay yeah and that's also like i mean there are benefits to both sides of that and uh to get getting married not getting married it's like there are benefits to working a corporate job or starting your own business i am very happy starting my own business and what i've come to realize is i was like well this is just obviously for everybody and i'm talking to people and i'm like nope some people really do just want to go eight to five and go home and just be like i'm done you know, yeah. and they want to sit in their cubicle and then like make dumb jokes at the water cooler. And to me, that sounds like a living hell. That's, a, that's bad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, but it's, for some people, it's me, not bad. No, I know. Um, exactly. And then some people look at marriage and they're like, that, <laughs> that, that, that sounds like a living terrible. hell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah. But and that's, uh, that's all important. And I think, um, I thank you for bringing that up. Cause I, that's something I had overlooked when thinking about this topic because, you know, I think it's like 80% of people get married. Um, and so, and I, that's, those are my friends right now, all that stuff. And it's like, it's very easy to miss because you do have to think through things kind of from the beginning of things, which means that some people aren't going to get married. And some people are, and I think the big lesson to take away from what you said, and there are multiple lessons there, but let your life develop. Mm. Find out what is working for you, what is not working for you. Like, I mean, that's my own Christianity has evolved so much from when I was five in Sunday school. Like, and it has to. You have to grow as a person. So you have to figure out, am I called to singleness? Am I not? And some of that might involve dating. It might not involve dating. Maybe you're like, I just don't like dating. And that all of that stuff is okay. Let your life develop. And it's okay for it to take time and for it to take time for your life to make sense. Yeah. And coming out of that, like, I also went to uh, probably a more liberal, but like a still a Christian college, there was that whole mentality of like the MRS degree and the, like the, uh, (laughs) 
ring by spring and like people like I know were like getting married their freshman year and that was like I just like sat back and watched and I like watched people become like fathers and mothers when they're like seniors and stuff in like in college and I was it scared me I was like oh that's not what I want to do and uh, but then I also looked back and I was like is something wrong with me because I'm not experiencing that and I was like you said let your life develop yeah and take don't compare your timing to someone else's because it's not yours it's yes. you have to take that in your own time and there's nothing wrong with you for not being in a relationship or for being in a relationship when you're a freshman some of those people I think are still happily married <laughs> I hope yeah um, well I mean I think a great example of what you know, you're talking about is even what you said you watched and you're like write that down write that down yeah. when I like pursued Becky Sue I am a very like I'm not making my mind and then I've made up my mind it goes from like zero to a hundred real quick yeah and then I'm like well this is it and then I commit completely and <laughs> and that's not everybody like no. you know what I mean <laughs> Drew's like no 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 it's no. not just definitely I've, I've been in my head mid mid decision quite often so it's uh it is it's cool to to hear these other perspectives it's tell us a, about your story, Dad. Well, uh, you mean, what do you mean tell me about the story? First of all, you know, the Bible does say he that seeks a wife, um, you know, seeks a good thing. I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But then if God says no, I mean, this is really going back to your premise, PJ. Either God is sovereign or he's not. Mm-hmm. Since we believe he is, he's got a plan. We don't always know that plan. Yeah. If we did, we may mess up his plan. I don't even understand how that all develops you know you could have a really (laughs) long conversation on that one but when you say tell us about our story you mean how mom and i met or well i I just realized i looked at the time maybe we make this a two-parter but (laughs) well yeah let's uh do this let's uh how would you wrap this up what what are your takeaways oh i don't think we did enough of job so we're gonna wrap it up and maybe do another one because i'm gonna say right now we need to hear from drew's perspective um, even the online dating thing, because like you yeah. know, I think we need to, because this is what's prevalent today. Ooh, to be continued, I love yeah. it. So let's do this. Um, let's go ahead and uh, say thank you. Um, yeah. I don't know what we walked away from here with accomplishment, other than being transparent and open and honest, which was, in my opinion, often what people really need to hear. Because if we've all had these thoughts, mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident. Other people are having these thoughts. Um, And everybody's story is so different. And so uh, as we talk about weary dads and dating, I'd like to say thank you, Drew, and we'll see you back here to talk about online dating. Since, honestly, and, and I don't know. The camera getting Drew's face in this. You oh yeah, know, oh, you yeah. know a lot about online dating, don't I, you? I know. Actually, I know a, a small portion of. I have experienced some firsthand. I think that this well, is. We, we, we're going to close it up. Uh, yeah, uh, this is this is the bump set for next week's teaser. spike for next week. <laughs> yeah, this is the yeah, this is where we get you, you next know, week online internet. Man. Oh shit. <laughs> How to be Terrible. a big boy on the big line. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right.